Chunk already got to the police. Maybe Chunk is dead. Don't say that. Never say that. Goonies never say die. Where do you work? In the car? Where do you are? Geocache Talk podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play so that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Bretherman, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, Nick Hubbard. Hey, Nick Hubbard, how about that? Andrew Teepkin. Cecilia Perez, Sydney Sawyer, Valena Mahar, Jane Jewell, Memphis Mafia, Craig Michelle, the Geo Gearheads, Zach Fick, and we might see Zach tonight. It's a possibility. The Deadliest Cashers, Tim Terrell, Neil Moore, Molly the Geocaching Dog, D and David Vickery, Geocaching Adam, Lori Stepanik, I'm sorry, Lori Post, Peter Stepanik, the No Code Geocachers, Paula Hughes, and our new patrons, Ed Shaper, and John Langston. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, and other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events. And we've got one, one of those special events coming up for patrons at the end of July. And those events are only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, we've got a big show tonight. We're going to jump right into it. So let me welcome my co-host, Sydney. Good evening, everybody. And Jesse. Hey, everyone. And we're going to go right back to Jesse because he had an interesting uh, encounter. Was it yesterday or what day was that? Uh, yesterday. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've been waiting forever for this. <laughs> this is awesome. Go ahead. <laughs> I've been waiting. You know, Scott always talks about it on, on his show. He always gets stopped by the police. Yep. And I hear people talking about law enforcement encounters all the time. And the closest up to yesterday I had was a security guard one time asked us what we were doing. And I said nothing, and they walked away. So uh, it wasn't any good. Um, so finally, we were out yesterday, and uh, we were playing down in Denver, and we're driving around a parking lot. Yep. And it was a pretty crowded parking lot. It was kind of in a sketch area. So there's homeless people everywhere, and people sitting in their cars everywhere. And right. uh, the police had already stopped, like, this one dude over on the side, and like a crazy dude that was like singing to himself, you know, well, I guess I don't know. He's crazy. He may have right. been a musician, well, you never know. but, uh, so <laughs> he was wildly pointing at things that I didn't see. So, uh, <laughs> we're, we're driving around and we pull up next to this one car and, uh, Christy jumps out and, uh, 
And then uh, she, as she's getting back in, I noticed that we had pulled up like in the middle of this parking lot and there's one car. I mean, pulled up right next to it, of course. She jumps out and gets back in before I realized there was a person in it. Right. Oops. But anyway, so we drive off and, and then we skip the next one uh, because there's a homeless dude just like laying under it, charging his little cell phone or whatever. Right. And so we go to the next little location in the parking lot. And there's another homeless guy. It's like, oh, I'm like, I don't care. I'm just going to go anyway. I'm tired. We can't, we can't wait. We can't outweigh them. I don't think they have anywhere to go. So we're, uh, we jump out and get it, lower the little lamp skirt, you know, or get, yep. leave. And uh, there was both, both games in the parking lot. So, um, and then we're pulling up. And as soon as we do, bloop, we get pulled over by the police in the parking lot. <laughs> oh I'm like, oh my God, it's finally happening. It's finally happening. But, uh, it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't crazy or anything until I was just like, you know, yeah, we're out playing a game. We had the stuff pulled up and stuff. And, right. um, he goes, oh, okay. He goes, yeah. Uh, one of the homeless guys, actually, he called him a tweaker. One of the tweakers in the parking lot called on you and said, you're following homeless people around. <laughs> so, so we got called on by the homeless people in the parking lot because apparently we scared them. I don't know. So yeah. <laughs> my family of three with my little 10 year old was scary. So, uh, I was like, I know he thought I was weird because I was so excited (laughs) that the police finally stopped me for this. I've been waiting for a law enforcement encounter forever. You know, surprised he didn't pull me out and check and see if I was drinking or whatever. But um, no, it was great. And we finally got a law enforcement encounter. He didn't care. He was like, oh, be careful. You know, he was he was nice about it. Didn't even ask for my ID or anything. I mean, it wasn't a full full blown encounter, but it was funny that he told me that the dude in the parking lot (laughs) that we went around called on us. So I was all excited. I was super happy about it. That's awesome. But, yep. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. The homeless call. So I finally you. get to join that club. <laughs> yeah. That's even better, right? The Apparently homeless, I freaked out when he right. called the tweaker. Awesome. <laughs> called on you with their cell phone. Okay. Go there. And it was like the middle of the day too. It was like noon. It's not like it right. was like, you know, 11 right. o'clock at night or anything. So. Right. But uh, so I finally get to join that club. So I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> That's awesome. There's got to be a coin out there or something for yeah, it. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll, <laughs> right. we'll, we'll definitely find a coin for you for that one. That's pretty sweet. Um, well, that last, uh, I think it was point five show that we did on Wednesday. I mentioned, you know, I was encouraging people to email the show. And we actually got some emails. And I want to read a portion of one because um, it was really touching. And uh, I felt like that it really kind of shows that geocaching has more than just, um, you know, we like to play it cause it's fun. But, um, let me read you part of the, part of this email, um, from Rosie. She goes by coast blue and she's in Sydney, Australia. So once again, we're, you know, we've got our international, uh, ties in the world, uh, for our show. She says, you're always asking for an email. So I thought I'd just say hi. I, I asked her too, if I could read this by the way. So we're, we have permission. So, um, you're always asking for an email, so I thought I'd just say hi and thank you for the podcast. I'm a YouTube viewer, and I'm, I uh, just spent the last few months binge-watching everything on the channel from the beginning. And as of yesterday, she's completely up to date now, uh, up to the .5 show we did Wednesday. She says, keep up the good way. Keep, keep up the good work, except if Gary could talk better. No, um, that's not Said that? Jeez. <laughs> keep up the good work. Personally, I love how your individual personalities are so different, yet you gel so well together to make a great show covering a wide variety of perspectives. She is a newbie cacher, one year 
uh, and she's 109 fines, so good for you. Good, good job. She has a one-year-old, and so she's um, getting out can be a challenge, and that's without the added pressure of finding pram-friendly trails. So my question to the co-hosts are, do you know what a pram is? What country is this from? Australia. You know, you mm. don't don't Google it. Don't don't no Google, no Googles. Pram. Oh, pram. I don't know. I didn't know we were getting quizzed tonight. I know a pram friendly trail. Is that like one of those little strollers? Is that what they call yeah. a stroller? Yeah, that's what they call them over in in <laughs> in the British <laughs> in either Great Britain or or the uh, the British places or Australia. The, the Aussies, uh, a, pr- a pram is a yeah a stroller. So she says, I'm totally addicted though. I'm. It's a bit sad, really. I don't think it's sad when your dreams are consumed by geocaching. And anyway, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, she goes on from there, and and she's she says that seriously though, geocaching has saved my life. Well, inadvertently anyway. I'm I'm at least uh, it's at least helped her recovery, um, kept her grounded. Um, she had a relationship uh, uh, issue um, that that really got ugly for her, and um, she um, um, really has attributed a lot of her, uh, you know, um, distraction of of life. You know that we 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 all kind of have these sometimes where um, we need we need geocaching. For us, she mentions that she met she's met some amazing friends and people uh, in, in her short time geocaching. So, you know, I think that's something we've we've kind of mentioned before a little bit. Um, Cecilia Perez has mentioned that back uh, when we were doing I was doing cache release, just how geocaching has such a great effect on on your life. It's just like I said, it's not just a game, um, or it can be more than a game. Does that does that make sense to you guys? I think it does and it says a lot you know we talk about if you just listen to this show you get we get into some more of the in-depth things that kind of assumes a certain part but all of us started you know at the beginning and i would venture to say that most at least a majority of a lot of our friends that we've gained in the last few years have been through geocaching and you know like her i went through a couple surgeries and that's something that got me back off the couch was getting out and um getting back to that hobby that you like so much it can be really simple there's some you know there's some with every hobby, there's stuff you can get into, but yeah. at its core, it's just a fun way to get out and share time with, you know, friends and family. And it, it can be a really positive thing for a lot of people. Yeah, no, absolutely. So thanks for the email. We, we've got a couple. Appreciate everybody who, who's sending emails and keep sending them. We, we really love hearing from our, our fans out there and, and, and viewers. Well, let's jump right into show number 58 for Sunday, July 16th, as we welcome back to the show because he was on before. Nick Hubbard, welcome back to Geocache Talk. Woo-hoo. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, we've been, uh, Nick and I have been corresponding back and forth a little bit because we knew there was a point where Cashly 3.0 was going to come out. And so I was like, ooh. I was like, wait, wait. We don't want to have you on quite yet. Let's wait for 3.0. <laughs> so we kind of pushed the date out a little bit, pushed the date out. Yeah. And so this worked out great timing-wise. So uh <laughs> It's here. We've, you know, Cashly 3.0. We're, we're, we're very excited uh, uh, that it, it finally did, you know, come out. Now, uh, um, we love, we love 2.0. Uh, 
So it wasn't like it wasn't working or anything. It's just that we were excited about, you know, it's like opening a new new box, you know. But, sure. uh, you know, uh, now Sydney uh, is in the, you're in the beta program, right, Sydney? So you kind of got to see some of it prior. I did a little bit. Um, I was a little hesitant because I know Nick said there there was, you know, a few bugs that he was still working out really close to the end. So I didn't jump in quite as early as I think some people did, but. Um, I'm really enjoying 3.0 so far. Wonderful. Um, so we're actually um, 3.02. Yep. Okay. And then um, without spoiling anything, 3.03, you're kind of working on a, another update, which is incredible. Yep. Working on it right now. A lot of it's bug fixes, but I, then I have a, a, a special feature that I've been playing with that kind of just made its way into to 3.03 so okay that's awesome you know it's yeah. a uh, we all have different apps that we use for for different for different you know different things on our phones but let me tell you um nobody i think i or at least no app i've ever had before has the dedication that you have to not only after you come out with something you immediately are going to fix if anybody finds a little doodad here or there that needs needs tweaking um you're right on top of it and uh i think that's wonderful so yeah thank uh, you yep now in fairness you have a team of about 25 full-time engineers though right isn't that how that works that's why you're so quick sure yeah yeah uh, yeah okay. there's just a huge team right right here in my house my kids program and stuff now no, it's just me. <laughs> it's just Nick. People don't realize that. It's just Nick. No, they don't. That's yeah. it. So that's awesome. Which can be a good thing or a bad thing. Sometimes people are like mad that I haven't done something or they, they claim that I should come out with an Android version real quick because it's super easy with a big team. And, and yeah, they, they don't realize that it's just me. And, and I, I you know have a family. I have a, a different job than just working on Cashly also. So it can be hard. Yeah. Right. So you mean Cashly is not your full-time job? <clears throat> Uh, it's, it is not. <laughs> no, he's got a full-time job and he does cashly on the side. That's amazing. Yes. So, uh, well, we're going to go through and hit, um, we're going to hit different things that were in the, in the list and, um, just kind of talk about our experience. I used it yesterday, you know, exclusively, uh, finding a bunch of caches after our big event that we had, uh, here in town in, uh, um, so I guess let's start with something that's interesting is the, the offline portion mm-hmm. of, of, of Cashly, which I really love. I've mentioned before, I think when with 2.0, I, I, you know, I've, I, I went on and gushed about how, um, it is good. I know for Jesse, it's, it's a, a bigger deal because he gets in areas that, that don't have cell service probably more often than I do. But in the times that, that I have been out in the middle of absolutely nowhere, uh, Susan and I went to Lost Maples in, in um, uh, here in the hill country of Texas, and there is zero, there is nothing at that area. But, of course, I used my offline list and was able to, to have everything. So, I mean, Jesse, that's kind of, for you, you kind of plan ahead, obviously. Yeah, that's my bread and butter. I use offline lists probably more than I use the live map, uh, just because mountains, hills, you know, I mean, when we're hiking in the backwoods and stuff like that, we don't, I don't want to take a chance ahead of time. If I'm going for yeah. something, if I know at all ahead of time, I'm going to download it, even if it's in town, yeah. you know, then it just saves it for later. Cause I can hit it off a of Wi-Fi. I'm good. And I don't have to worry about anything. So I use offline list almost every single time I go, go cashing. That's good. 
So Nick, what um, what about offline lists? Uh, I, there were some performance things that, that you did, and some clustering, and some other items. What what in that that top group of items um, that, that we that you have on your your update did uh, did offline uh, come about in this this version? Yeah, so we had a lot of users that came over from the, the iOS app called uh, Geosphere, and so. Something about Geosphere that users used to love to do was just have like all of their finds and all of their caches, an entire database in the app. And and I had people that had you know over twenty thousand caches saved in there. And so when I first built Cachely, um, I was I was fairly new to geocaching. I had geocached for three four years, something like that. I never dreamed of saving so many caches offline. It didn't occur to me. Um, so the way I had built it in you know one and two it made it slow to, to try to save, you know, 20,000 caches offline. So I rebuilt all the backend database stuff so that it could handle huge uh, lists like that. I even tested it up to like over 50,000 caches. Um, wow, that's a lot. And then the problem there was that uh, loading them on the map became really, really hard because there were so many caches there. So that's why we added clustering so you could actually load those on the map. Very cool. We'll get we'll get we'll get back to offline here in a minute. But somebody has yeah. joined the show. I'm I'm I'm, and I think it's Zach. Zach, hey guys. Zach, you're on the show now. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Great. So can you see me fine? Uh, we do. We can see you, and you're out. Uh, I assume you're you're using our favorite uh, geocaching app right now. Yes, we are. Um, I'm out here at a cache called Waterworks Two. Do you have oh, the GC yeah. code for the listeners? I do. Let me mention the GC code for everybody that can follow along. Uh, it is GC57WF is in Frank 6. Yep. And uh, so I used Cashly and we got out here. And one of the cool things with Cashly uh, that I've been using for, I think, over a year, I don't know how long the update had it, but it, they actually show the DNF icon. Uh, the little blue frowny face. And yep. this is one of the few I have left in my area. And I figured I call them DNF avenging. Right. Um, so I'm out here avenging my DNF. And so I'm going to head down here into this ditch. Yeah. I actually DNF this one because last time I came, uh, it actually puts me on this corner. And right where I'm standing was <laughs> literally a deer carcass. And I'm just making sure it's not here still. Right. <laughs> in the grass oh boy but uh i'm gonna be looking i have a few hints too because i posted the dnf right let's see if i can't no, no dead carcasses <laughs> time. find good. it here now he's gone <laughs> yeah <laughs> um uh -oh. let us see i'm yeah. gonna be under here can you Go. hear me still? Yeah, we can hear you. Nope. Yeah, keep you're good. This one's got a little oh, bit boy. of a tougher difficulty. It's a three and a half. So uh, there goes Zach. Three and a half, two. Yeah, it's a three and a half, two and a half. So he's <laughs> <laughs> pop back out for a minute. Yeah, we, we can still hear you. You're doing good. Yeah, it's nice and mucky under here. Actually, oh. here I'll have, I'll see if uh, Maggie will. My girlfriend's videotaping. She's not coming She's down. Not, I, don't, I don't blame her. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> She's a good sport. <laughs> she was willing to hold the camera for a while there, oh, but that okay. was it. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. This is what I'm looking at is I'm looking is. along this wall. Uh, 
Okay, we don't. The camera's gonna froze up. But that's okay. Oh no, we're losing him. All right. Well, here I'll uh, turn it around here. Oh, I think what I'm actually gonna do here is uh, I'm gonna have to use my phone as a flashlight. Okay. And uh, I'll search for the cash here and uh, call back in if if I can find it. If not, uh, we'll. Uh, happens. We'll just talk about it. I'm getting my new shoes all muddy. No problem. <laughs> there you I'll go. I'll see you in a bit, guys. All right. Bye, Zach. Okay. Got too many apps going at once on there, I think. That was fun. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Back to offline lists. Um, so something you also did um, that I think is interesting, if you talk a little bit about, you did some offline filtering options. Is that is that right? Yeah. So that was actually something I worked on for a long time and that a lot of users had asked for and I really love and I use all the time. Um, so if you have that big list, 20,000 cash or something, um, and you only want to see your fines, you want to see something that you've hidden, you want to see caches with, um, you know, by a certain uh, CEO, something like that, or the description has a certain word in it, uh, there's a million different options um, and you can do um, different kind of searches, so like a text based search, you can search for the first of uh, the text, you know, if the word occurs at the first part of the text or at the end or the middle or just contains it somewhere. So there's a lot of options and then it will filter those out on the, on the map and in the list and only show you those caches that, that kind of match those parameters of the, the filtering. So that's only for offline stuff, but it really allows you to kind of whittle down your offline list to just what you're wanting to see right then. So I, I think it's a great feature. I think people have really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Go ahead, Jesse. No, I was gonna say the same thing. That's it's great to be able to have all the data, but then if you just have a huge amount, it's really hard <laughs> if you can't do any filtering afterwards. Yeah, if and you're I'm just scrolling through, through like thousands and thousands is kind of a pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it is, and you want to have access to. I mean, it's you know, again, no good if you can't do anything with it once you get out, get out and away. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there's something here called bulk pending log upload. Yeah, so that's that's a feature that I've been asked about for a long time, and I it has never made it into a release until 3.0. So that's you know when you save a log offline on Cashly, I've, they're called pending logs. Um, and before, all you would do is just like upload them one by one, and then people would be super annoyed when they had you know saved like 25 of them, and then they had to do them all individual. So now you can do them in a big batch and just submit them all at one time. Um, and it will upload your trackables, it'll upload your images that you've saved in those caches, and then your logs also. So it's it's a big help, and I've used it personally a lot, and everybody else, all my testers really did a good job kind of whittling that out, finding the bugs, and then once we released it, everybody seemed to like it too, so. Sydney, did you? Yeah, did you, I use, I use this a lot. You? Good. Because Go I, I don't know why I just kind of save all my logs and send them at once, whether I have service or not. I don't know. It's just kind of a, a better feeling for me to see them all in a big list. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I had a couple times when I was out and I had like even five or six, you know, cash logs. You got to sit there and hit upload each time, which isn't, yeah. you know, a whole lot of work. But it, I was like, this would be so great if I could just hit one button and then... <laughs> There it was. I, yes, I agree. I agree. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the whole pending log or, uh, is, uh, like you said, Nick, it's uh, 
something I know people that I, when I go geocaching and people I'm with, uh, you know, use Cachely and that's something that uh, they like to do too is, is to have, you know, Law, they want to. They want to have all that done all at once and later on. So this is a huge feature uh, for them. Yeah, and it supports drafts too. So I mean, if you want to save it offline in Cachely, and then save it as a draft on geocaching.com, you can do that as well. So awesome! Thanks. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, new coordinate parser allows searching of any coordinate format. Yeah. So. Previously, we used to use like this Apple uh, built search, basically. So you'd like enter in your coordinates into the search, and then it would send your data to this Apple framework, and then they would return, you know, a place on the map. And then somewhere in between February and now, it broke. I don't know what Apple did, but they stopped converting the data in the same way because they would actually send a server request and then return you those coordinates. Um, so. There was also tons of different other weird kind of coordinate formats that people were using and pasting in there and they wouldn't work. And so we had a brand new uh, parser, which, you know, that, that's taking the text and it's converting that to actual usable coordinates that Cachely can use. So pretty much whatever you can give Cachely, different coordinate formats, weird ones, weird uh, formatting with commas, no commas, stuff like that, it should take care of it and, and put you in the right position. So, and that's used in the search on the live tab. And also, when adding a new waypoint, you can um, just paste in your uh, your weird formats, and it will change that for the waypoint. So nice, very cool. Um, something I think is interesting that um, was brought up. Um, gosh, well, I, I heard it mentioned on a show uh, for something else, but I like this this uh, where you've got to search by state. Uh, mm -hmm. Search by by country, uh, depending on where you are in the world. It, it country might be a, a really cool search feature, but search by state. Interesting, I like that. Yeah, I use that one definitely. It's I like been in the API the whole time. It just hasn't. I haven't added it, but yeah, the search by country, like you're saying, is kind of cool. Like I was searching for like Afghanistan and just like some random weird countries. And it's just kind of amazing to find caches in places you'd never expect them to be. Yeah. That's right. Yep. <laughs> well, we're going to have on, uh, in a, uh, a few weeks, uh, we're gonna have some folks on from Belgium and they're like right on the border with Netherlands and Belgium and the, and the, the state, the county lines or country lines get all mixed up sometimes. And so if you're really looking to do, you know, Certain areas, I think that's a, a really cool, a, a, you know, cool thing to do to look for. Yeah. But uh, um, now, next one um, is going to hit home with uh, with uh, our our team here, and that is coordinate projection for waypoints. I actually, I actually used it yesterday. Um, I like I've used it before, but I like the the way it does it now. So. Talk a little bit about coordinate projection, and uh, I know Jesse and Sydney love this. So, yeah, so that's one thing we were missing for people doing like puzzle caches. Um, there was really no way to project your waypoints if there was, you know, a direction and a distance. Um, so we just added that functionality, made sure the math was correct, um, and then yeah, you can just create a waypoint and add that. If you scroll down on the waypoint screen, there's a little tools section. And you can do all that information right from that section. So sweet, Sydney. Yeah, yeah. I went. Uh, what was it? Maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago. I don't remember. Uh, right when three came out, basically, and I 
was going along a trail and there was a puzzle cache and you had to get some info and then project a waypoint. And I was like, sweet, Cashly has this awesome new feature. So I, I tried it out and it, it works great. It just pops. It's right up on the bottom when you add, you know, add, go to add your waypoint. And the math is apparently good because I found it. So good. I'm glad it worked for you. It's uh, that's the most common. That's the most common uh, multicache out here. So um, they, it's always projection. So what I've always had to do in the past is close whatever app I had, go to the another, have another app that'll project waypoints and do that stuff. Then you have to type it back in as another waypoint. That's awesome that it's in the app. I don't ever have to leave it. Just and the, like half the half the multis we have out here are that type of that type of multi. So. It's a huge feature for, for us around here. Good. That is awesome. And then now something related to waypoints you added was there's some sort of way to do a text input? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. So you can just copy and paste your coordinates, you know, from anywhere, really, email or from a different log or, you know, the web or something, and then paste it in there. Previously, it was just kind of that little scroll wheel thing to enter in your coordinates. But now you can just paste them in there, and it will update those little scroll wheels, and then you nice. can just save it right there. So Sweet. It's a lot quicker. Awesome. So, yeah. so Zach, we have an update. Yeah, but it's, a good update, guys. Oh, you've. I'm we have gonna a, avenge this DNF. <laughs> yeah. All right. Smiley. Woohoo! Way to go. So I pulled. The, I wiggled it out a little. So if you can see here. There was this tiny crevice over here. Oh, oh man! Wow. Yeah. So it wasn't. An, it a, is a slim bob. Look at how thin that is. Wow. So <laughs> I've got it right here. That's awesome. And uh, you know, I managed to finally get that. And even when I found it, I couldn't be sure because it's. I mean, look at the look at the coloring here. Yeah. So that oh, was a yeah. selfie. Look at that. But that that's why it's got that three and a half difficulty. Yep. Very cool. Oh, there's the log there. So we'll get this signed. Um, we'll uh, get her put again. Thanks to Cashly. Um, I have these DNFs. So whenever I want to go on a DNF hunting weekend, yep. I can get out here and um, I'll show you kind of how this thing was hidden and you can, if I can even get it in as tight as they had it, but uh, yeah, right. it's just nice being able to go out and get DNFs and uh, put smileys on the map. Yep, yep. Take those blue ones off, and like you said, you can. Uh, that's a nice, a nice feature. So, well, thanks, Zach. That's very cool, man. Appreciate you being the man yep. at the cache and, and doing those for us, showing live live geocaching on the show. It's you know, it's like uh, you know. W- something we do and uh adding yeah i've got the best the best role on this show i get to go geocaching (laughs) right we just talk about it so but you get to go do it and again look at this beautiful south dakota sunset beautiful i know look at that you you live in a great area of the world right there oh it's perfect it's like what 70 75 no wind no nothing awesome uh, a lot of fun but we're gonna complete our road trip here uh coming back from my cabin and uh, had to get a geocache along the way. Extended my streak to 274 days. And oh my goodness. Nice. Yeah. So <laughs> Awesome. Thanks to Cashly for all of those. So we'll catch you guys later, and I'll tune in and listen to the show. I'll be in the chat room. So all right. See you Thanks. guys there. Appreciate it, yep. Zach. All right. Thanks, Bye, man. Bye-bye.
That's awesome. Well, there you go. Very cool. Yeah. Live geocaching on Geocache Talk. That's what we do. We just don't talk about geocaching. We actually go do it. So. Well, you like that? Some of us. Some of us. Yeah. <laughs> <We> actually, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, usage screen shows detailed Cashly disk usage. Yeah, so that was added because some users were wondering, like, how much space am I using for my offline maps and my images that are offline? So now it just kind of gives a readout of uh, what those usages are, and you can actually delete all of your uh, offline maps from there, and you can actually delete all of your offline images from there as well. It's kind of like a bulk delete if you, like, really are low on space. So it's just kind of a, a good place to see really what, you know, and, and also database usage is showing as well. That's cool. Yeah. Some people really get into that. They they want to know exactly how much of everything <laughs> is. <laughs> well, yeah. Especially people with 16 gigabyte phones, you know, yeah. those do have hardly any space, you know, and when you're downloading maps that are large, like France or something, those are really big. So there is some concern there. Well, and one of the people in the chat room mentioned that they're still caching with an iPhone 4. So I guess oh, the yeah. new update won't work on the 4, right? How far no, back? I, I think it's for the four S. I think supports it. Oh, so close. Yeah. Okay. It's 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 based on iOS nine. I made the requirement iOS nine because I needed some certain code that was only in iOS nine. Mm -hmm. So that's what determines which device you can have it on. So gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Very cool. Um, option to to not automatically search for caches on start. Yeah, that's kind of like a mouthful there, isn't it? <laughs> it's interesting. Um, yeah, and then and also option to download offline images for a cache. So what are the what are the uh, what are those options around? What are the uh, the first one is just a simple like Cache's always had it when you start up. Uh, it'll just find your location and then it'll automatically do a search and okay. find all the caches around you, which I always enjoyed. Um, but some users hated that. It was just kind of like an unnecessary step that it was doing. So now you can just switch that off and it doesn't make that extra network request to, to the API. That, um, that's in the, the three dot area. You can go in the options there and do that. No, that's in settings. So oh, in settings. settings okay. gotcha. Yeah. It's in the maps section. You can turn that off. Okay, cool. So, gotcha. Yeah. And then, um, you can also uh, you have the option to download offline images if you want to do. Yeah. That. So if you hadn't downloaded them, instead of just bulk downloading them for the entire list, which used to be the previous option, you can just pick a couple that you want to download just the images for. Um, so if you go to the images section of an offline cache and tap the dot dot dot, there's a new option to download all those those images. Oh, so, very cool. That's yeah. awesome. Because sometimes, like, say you. I don't know, had a pocket query of only uh, Earth caches, and you know how many images those have. Um, I wouldn't recommend downloading all the images for, you know, a thousand Earth caches or something, because uh, right. that would be probably thousands. So you could just, you know, cherry pick which ones you want and download those images. So Very cool. That is awesome. Um, Coordinate.info URLs can be entered into search. That is, that is cool. Talk, talk about that for a moment. Yeah, so since geocaching.com owns the core.info domain, <clears throat> they have that tied to emails that they send out, you know, when, when there's a new cache in your area and then you tap that, it'll actually open their app. Um, and that's all integrated with something on their server that tells the app that they, they are connected. Um, and I, I can't overwrite that. Um, it's not something that Cache can ever, 
you know, like have that behavior because that's something that they own, which is fine. Um, but one thing you can do is now in the, when you get an email about a new cache or something, you can just, you know, press and hold in your email program and copy that URL. And then you can paste that into Cachely uh, in right. the search bar. And then that should find that cache. So it's, wow. it's, it's more steps than, you know, I wish, but it's the best we can do. So. Well, yeah. And that, it's so cool because you're taking advantage of, like you said, instead of looking at it as a negative, sure. we, we can all now look at it as a positive. We can take that. Because uh, we we get those periodically from you know from from each other and it's like well you can cut just cut and paste and actually and you got it I mean that's perfect yeah yeah uh, recent logs can use smiley or DNF icons yeah that's that's another um, request I had from some uh, Geosphere users so they had actual like. Uh, icons of a smiley or a DNF instead of just the colors that I had in Cashly. Um, and I didn't necessarily love the look of that, so I just made it a user option and it's off by default. So people that really love it, they can turn it on. If you hate it, it's already off. So that's another oh, okay. one in settings. Yeah. Very, very awesome. That's great. I'm uh, switching mine on right now to test it out. Yeah, is it? <laughs> I've never tested it out. <laughs> just yeah, we're, we're starting to do the exact same thing, man. We're like, oh, wait, I like I that. Yeah, show, search in settings. There's lots of stuff in there. Show, show that Jesse to the screen if you would, if you can. Yeah, see, see if this will work. So let's see. Let me put best, my finger there so you can, you can possibly see. Look yeah. right there. It's yeah. smileys instead of the green dots. Oh, oh yeah. There you go. How cool is that? That is awesome. Instead of the yeah. Now the, the we've talked to we've mentioned this before. And this is a feature that I mean is just unbelievably. It, we use it now, I think, as Cashly users so often, we just sort of forget yeah. about how great it is. But the five dots, I mean, you can immediately, like... Uh, look, oh, guess, yeah, I love that. Oh, my gosh. Yesterday when we were... Uh, we had a, an, an idea of some caches that we wanted to do, our little Motley caching crew. But there comes a point when we kind of finish a little grouping, and then everybody's like, looks at me like, well, what are we going to do now? You know, because I was the driver <laughs> that day. Well, while we're looking... Well, while we're... We're finding a cache. A lot of times, I I have Cashly pulled up anyway, and I'll do a quick look for caches around us with favorite yeah. points. I can always, you know, I can do it, and I can take a look and go, okay, this one has been found recently, so I'm 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 thinking this might be an option for us to go do. But I can tell immediately. I don't have to read logs. I can just yeah. see that they're green. But in this case, that's really cool with that. So good stuff. Yeah, that's uh, a go ahead. You forget how useful that is because you use it every day. Yeah. Yep. That's great. I mean, just I like being today. able to use it today. I did. <laughs> you know, I don't think, I think every time I cash now, I look at that as soon as we pull up one, if we're in a new area and I'm not going after one particular one, I absolutely look at that first. Cause you know, especially if you only have a limited amount of time, I probably oh, yeah. look at that more than I look at the favorite points. Right. If I'm in a new area, you know, yep. sure. Very cool. Uh, UTM coordinates, which are interesting if people don't know about that. We should probably do a show sometime about the, the <laughs> versions of coordinates because it's crazy. Uh, UTM coordinates shown in additional information. Yeah, that was that was a request from a user that needed UTM coordinates to put into their GPSR. And I said, sure, I can add that. And it seemed like no big deal. But it was actually a lot more difficult than I thought it would be to, to figure out how to convert those from the regular coordinates that we use to UTM. So hmm. it's it's in there now. But it's I, I think I added it back in March or something. So I've kind of forgotten the math involved and all that kind of stuff. But it, was, it wasn't as easy as I had expected. 
because uh, it's very complicated. <laughs> yes, there you go. I know coordinate systems. There's so many, and that's that's why it's it's kind of hard sometimes when somebody requests something because it seems simple to them, but it might not be. Right. Right. UTMs are one of those, another one of those things that are very popular here because we have a bunch of uh, cachers that are kind of land navigation and have a bunch of old school mm -hmm. experience long before caching. Right. So there's a lot of puzzles and multis here in the mountains that you have to know UTMs or you can't go get it. Hmm. You, you have to do a lot of work and map work yeah. to do it. So it it is handy for some people if you have those kind of caches around. Nice. A, a lot of puzzle caches too. Well, not a lot, but sometimes it comes up in puzzle caching. Mm -hmm. Yep. UTM. Uh, okay. Getting to one of my favorite items. Uh, and I'll explain why. Maybe I'll, I'll tell you why I requested this a while back, but upside down portrait mode. And uh, Nick can talk about uh, the, the the hassle that I, I requested for this thing. But so... <laughs> So here's my screen. Let me let me flip over to me real fast. Just a little bit of me for a moment. Uh, so here's the screen. And so when I'm in the car uh, driving, and I want to be able to kind of glance at the screen for whatever reason. Not uh, while you're driving, though. Not when I'm obviously. No, right, right. But, <laughs> but I don't want to to make it easy when I'm at a stop sign. I want to glance over. Um, this what I do uh, a lot of times is I need to be charging my phone because I'm usually low anyway so i'm charging my phone well the bottom of every pretty much all apple is where you would charge so i would set it in the cup holder and i would set it in upside, upside down. down and so now it flips <laughs> over so i could see it while it's in the while it's in the in the uh in the cup holder and i can i can see the screen so that's awesome woohoo i'm really excited about that because uh good i'm glad that that took more work than you know <laughs> i know, <laughs> I know. It's, it seems, it's another one of those things that seems so simple but it's not <laughs> we, we, we nick I, I mentioned this to nick uh, a while back uh, and uh i said oh well you know is this something he goes oh look into it shouldn't be a problem and then they came back he goes Gary, this is a pain. It's like I can, I can't, I gotta, I'll work on it, and I, I just kind of forgot about it, and then sure enough, uh, you got it done, which is awesome. So anybody who does that, I don't know, maybe I'm the only person in the whole world. No, who there's does that. there's been other people, so I think it's been helpful to some people. So <laughs> that's good. I definitely do that with the the phone upside down and the cup holder. I don't yep. know if I've ever had to do it with Cashly, but now it's nice to know that I definitely yeah. could. Well, and the, the the wonderful thing about it too is if you don't want that, you don't have to turn it on. It's an option, which is yeah. so many so many so many cool things about that we, we talk about about Cashly is that um, th uh, many of them you did Nick are really good because they're options. If you don't want it, yeah. you don't have to have it. And many we've all have apps that we've we've used before, and it's like. Well, can I go back to the old version because I don't like this? In but in this case, it's like if you don't want that, you just don't don't turn it on. You just keep going. So yeah, I don't want to force people to use new features unless it's something you know like essential, like the new database uh, structure and things like that. That's you can't really get away from that. But like clustering, I know people have a love hate relationship with clustering, but I found that it was necessary for massive lists. Um, or else your phone is going to crash. You're going to run out of memory trying to load even like 5,000 caches on a map. It's just maps weren't made to show 5,000 points on there. Um, so if you want to turn it off and try it, that's totally fine. Um, but you can also change all those parameters too or just shut it off completely. So, Oh, very cool. 
Uh, option to clear all found check marks. Yeah. So there's like a little database in Cashly. And so when you uh, log a found and save it as a pending log um, and haven't submitted it yet, it would put a little check mark um, on the map to kind of remember you, you know, remember uh, where you've been, right. if you've already found that one. Um, and previously, I think if you would um, not submit it on Cashly, but submit it uh, elsewhere, like you forgot that you had the log saved on Cashly and then you went online or something, or even a different app, and you log it there, that would still be sitting there, this little check mark, and there wasn't a way to clear it. So now you can just delete those from the settings screen. So it, it was kind of rare that that would happen, but it was kind of this inconsistency that people needed to, to clear if, if they were in that situation. So. What's cool about that is it's such a small thing, and I would have never thought about that, and I still may never, but people sent this stuff in, and you're so responsive, and you know you worked on that and spent your time to, to fix that up because it made it a little bit easier for some people. That's sure, yeah, awesome. it's something I hadn't thought of either, and, and, and people you know, were having problems with it, and they wished that it would be fixed, and so it, it wasn't too difficult, and so I, I would make sure to add it in there. Very cool. Uh, export GPX enhancements. Because I know there's, uh, I've seen the option for that, and um, yeah, I don't use. So a lot of people often, use mm -hmm. a lot of people use that for you know going back between GSAC and you know different eye caching on the Mac stuff like that, um, and some of them use special tags that they can read, um, and so we I included extra information that like the ground speak GPX file specification doesn't include like favorite points and different things like that. So I just tried to enter in some extra information that some of those other apps could read that weren't necessarily part of that GPX spec that has just a limited amount of data. So, and then I, I think I made sure that other things like attributes were uh, correct. There was, I think a little bugginess in that and stuff. So I just really cleaned it up and made sure we tested it really well. Very cool. So, uh, and then something else with GPX, you did some updates to fix some GPX error messages. Yeah, that's that's really boring stuff. But <laughs> but uh, <laughs> if you had a GPX file that sometimes there's a an error in the GPX file, not because of Cachely, but because somehow you got this file and maybe the actual internal file structure is kind of messed up, Cachely would give you a warning, tell you what line number that warning was on and what kind of the warning <laughs> was, which if you're really getting serious about it, you might then open the file and figure out what that was and how you can fix that text file because really it's just a text file so it's sure. it's helpful to some users so nice. yeah very cool and uh field notes and this is something interesting uh, uh, a lot of people use this differently uh, but field notes are now drafts so kind of explain a little bit about why that's important I mean, really, it was just a name change. You know, Geocache and HQ announced they were making that change to drafts. They let us, you know, all of us partners know as well. Um, all the API works pretty much the same. There wasn't any changes in that, um, except that now they allow um, an image to be sent with the draft as well as uh, if you want to favorite it or not. And so that wasn't something that was previously allowed. So Cashly kind of, if you had tried to send that, it would kind of, uh, take those checkboxes away so you couldn't do that if you're sending it as a draft or a field note. Uh, but now it's kind of nice because you can actually send images and favorite points with your drafts. So it was nice because they added that to the official app and then they gave it to us API partners as well. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Really good. Um, which kind of leads, I guess, to a question I think people might have or are interested in is the fact that um, there's only a handful uh, that are of API partners. And um, how is the, um, we've kind of mentioned this before, but your relationship with with geocaching.com is, um, as a partner, do, do you um, do y'all talk uh, do you get communication from them regularly or is it kind of just sort of sp- once in a while they'll, they'll send you some information or, or how does that work? I feel that they're really good about it. They'll, you know, if there's really big changes, for example, like they did some date changes recently, I'm sure everybody saw that where for, especially for international things where it was going to fix some dates and, and where Cashly actually had that date log correction to kind of fix the log date and time. Um, so that was announced and they said, you know, please make these small adjustments and here's the date we're going to roll this out. And that was very well communicated and you could ask questions and stuff, um, through email. Um, and then also when I find bugs or problems in the API, um, there's an email address that we use and there's a guy there named Jason that will respond sometimes within like an hour and it's either fixed or, you know, it's something they're working on or lets me know the answer to my question. So I, I think they're really responsive and I've, I've never had any issues with it. That's good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Sydney's and y'all had some more other questions we want to ask. Right. Ask Nick. So I'm going to a mega event this weekend and there's two sets of lab caches. Mm-hmm. And I was wanting to put the GPX file for the lab caches into Cashly. And I want yes. to know if this is possible and how do I do it? Um, you should be able to email it to yourself. You can send it through AirDrop if you have like a Mac. Uh, you can have it in Dropbox. There's lots of ways that you can get it into Cashly. Um, and then, yeah, they should just load in there as an offline list. Right. So I tried it right before okay. the show. And I don't know if this is happening for other people, but it imported nothing. Like the list showed as having zero caches on it. I don't know if this is because there's no special icon for lab caches in Cashly or what, because what I ended up doing and it worked was I put it in GSAC, I changed the icons to traditionals, and then I exported that and put that in Cashly and then it worked. Hmm. I actually have somebody else who sent me a lab cache uh, GPX and I have that on my list because I tested that and it did the same thing. And I don't know what it is about lab cache GPX files, um, but I have it on my list of fix in 3.03, so I don't know. If I know that will I've come done it before. before. Um, yeah. I think last summer I did it. You know, download to Dropbox and then import into Cashly, and it just showed us sure. like a, a black icon or something. I don't remember exactly, but yeah. it's worked before. So I don't know if if something changed with their GPX files or or what. But what I ended up having to do was, like I said, put it into GSEC and change them to traditionals instead of lab caches, and then it worked. So. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely will look into it. It's on my list for fixing and figuring out what's going on because I need to look a little bit deeper into why it's not importing those. So, It's something that Jesse and I, <laughs> Jesse remembers last year at Texas Challenge, he and I were like, man, if we could just have this in Cashly. We're like, so he and I are struggling to get this those crazy lab caches done and we got it done. But you know still. what? Even yeah. though we couldn't figure it out at the time, we were uh, – I think we still used Cashly anyway, so we opened the we the app and then just copied the coordinates over because we didn't want to use the one for for the lab caches because we're so used to both of us are so used to using Cashly. We just put all the coordinates in a in a local cache as waypoints, and it worked yeah. just as well. So 
Well, I will fix it. I promise. <laughs> well, that's, but that's a, that's a cool thing. Like Jesse said, I mean, Cashley's so uh, flexible. That, like he said, we, we put him in as, as waypoints, even though we knew yeah. that it wasn't a waypoint. We knew that was the actual lab cache. And, yeah, it, it worked great. But still, that, that's great that you're working on that. Um, and uh, did oh, you, Somebody in the chat room mentioned MOGA, too, and we did the same thing at, yeah. for MOGA. This is a punch card competition, and uh, everybody downloads their stuff for this competition. And people are loading on their GPS and doing all this and plugging into computers. And I just took the list, programmed it as waypoints, and then I had a satellite maps on everything of the area. So I, th I think I came out ahead. Everybody thought they were cool doing their GPS. Cashly wins. That's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what Sodak Zach's back in the – he's now in the chat room. He's all over the place today, and it's wow. awesome. But, yeah, he mentioned that uh, it helped you guys win uh, MOGA. Uh, to have yeah, Mogan, uh, yeah, he just mentioned it there too. So, so you he know, won his two-person competition. We won our four-person. So, right, there's another endorsement. Maybe you guys need to send the Moga Cup over to Nick for a little while. You know, cause, <laughs> cause he he did you mention this? Is this okay. what you're talking about? There, oh, oh there look, it is. it's right there. Nice. The Moga, the Moga Cup. There it is, right there. People, just happen to have it right there. <laughs> see, only on this show can you get to see the Moga Cup. You know, that's pretty that's awesome. That's right. Um, a lot of good comments tonight, in the in, and we're going to get to some other questions here in a second. But I just want to mention, th thanks everybody in the chat room for, uh, uh, you know, it's very lively tonight, which I, I really appreciate. And, uh, you know, it, it's something that um, we've talked about. We're not really going to get into it tonight, but I, I know, Nick, you get a lot of questions about, about Android. And we've, we've covered that <clears throat> the fact that... Um, you know, it would take a complete re. It would take a complete, not even rewrite. It would take a complete write yep. of the app to do that. And um, um, you know, not I don't. A, I don't want to say complete because there's logic in there and and structure that I would reuse. So it wouldn't be starting completely from scratch. But the code is different, completely different. I couldn't copy and paste any sort of the code. Um, but, you know, things like math and stuff, like for the projection of waypoints, you could reuse math and things like that. So in a sense, it would be easier than what I've already done in iOS. Uh, but the time it would take would just be more time than I have available for myself. So Right. So, you know, something that um, maybe someday. Maybe someday. You, maybe someday. But, um, you know, uh, if. but uh, The I, problem I, with Android, another problem is that they have CGO. To compete with and it's free and it doesn't use the api so to compete with that that does things that we can't do because we have to use the api and we sign an agreement um it's pretty hard to compete with that and try to at least make some sort of profit that you know if it was free maybe but then uh, unfortunately like i i would need to make a gain back from all the time that i put into that so that's the hard thing especially in, in my mind is cgo right right yeah it makes sense um you know something we've we've uh, want to point out real quick, and we're getting some more questions. But you know, Cashly is how much is Cashly? I mean, uh, you you pay once. I, I forget it's been yeah, so long. Five dollars, four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. I mean, I am always shocked when people go, "Oh, I got to pay for this thing." Really, four ninety nine? You are gonna you are gonna moan and whine about four ninety nine? Five bucks. I mean, and you're gonna you're gonna give me a you're gonna, you're gonna complain to me about five bucks for an app. You don't need to do that because Boy. it's it's ridiculous. I mean, I, talk about something that I go off on is the fact that you know, oh, I'm gonna pay for this thing. Well, you know what? Go it's worth use, it. 
Yeah. Well, people spend just as much on coffee every right. day, you know. So. Right. We spend five bucks one time and get this great app, and uh, and then quit complaining. So, all right, that's enough of my rant. On to more questions <laughs> as we as we wrap up uh, tonight. Well, we got some we got some more things to talk about. So go ahead. And we have a, a coin coin winner. I will mention too uh, in, in a few minutes. So go ahead. Quickly, in 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 the chat room, Angela mentioned that she says she's thankful you're a geocacher, Nicholas. Best app, customer service, and designer. And I, I think that hits on something interesting there. Besides, just it sounds good to hear, which is great. But it's obvious that you know about geocaching and you're listening to geocachers when you're building this app and when you're updating the app. It's not just some company that's running something, you know, you obviously know what, and at least in the chat room and for us, we're pretty serious. You'd call us pretty serious into geocaching and we all use, and most of the people in the chat room too, we all use this app. And I don't think many times I'm like, this just doesn't get the job done. I mean, it really gets a job done for some, for some people that have been into caching for a while. So I think that that's very evident in your product so well thank you yeah I, th I don't think it would work well if i wasn't a cashier myself because i would not be understanding the problems that people were having and stuff so uh, i was cashing yesterday i was cashing today and i was noticing things in cashly that i appreciated and then something that i was like oh i can fix that and make that even better because i i realized it while i'm cashing so it's i guess that's the good thing that's awesome it makes a huge difference yeah yep All right, so I got a I got a couple questions I came up with. Um, so we had this giant list of new features. Um, yeah. How much? How many? Or percentage of these features were say user suggested, or you know things you had already planned from you know early on? Let me glance at the list real quick. Um, definitely stuff like the performance, the clustering, all that was something that I knew I had to do, and that took honestly, the bulk uh, part of this update, it took a couple months, a lot of testing, um, a lot of working pieces to make that uh, workable. Offline filtering was something I had on my list for a long time, but people were suggesting it. Um, so I would say, I, you know, probably 70% of the things were things that people had been asking for for a long time, suggesting. Um, I might have had it on my list somewhere, but I might have forgotten about it. So really, so much of Cashly is from user suggesting. Um, a lot of times, my beta testers or people in the forums or I see on social media or even email. Um, but yeah, I just appreciate so much everybody's suggestions because Cashly would not have half the features it does now if people didn't suggest you know really cool things to do. So nice, very cool. Somebody had a question so about features. Is that next? Yeah, what was what do you think was the most out of these the most suggested that people said, "Oh, I really want this." Do you have any um, idea? Probably book upload of logs. <laughs> yeah, people that, were asking that for a long time. That wasn't just Sydney creating twelve different email addresses and sending. It, you it could have been. No, it's not. <laughs> it could, that was scary for his photo or portrait rotation. He created a bunch of emails. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I so. Yeah, can you make this thing flip over? And, uh, this isn't Gary, thanks. I think there was one other person, yeah, like I said, that appreciates that one. Maybe there's more, but they're not. You and one cool. other person wanted to <laughs> Gary. That's, that's pretty cool, though, that, uh, you know, we, we got some uh, 
I got a fan out there like I have that uh, sticks their phone in their cup holder. Does nobody else do that? Does, well, seriously? I do that, but I, Come didn't, on. I didn't like think about it. Oh, okay. Like I didn't say I would really want this. I was just like, <laughs> oh, well, this is just how it goes, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, one of the there's a question in the chat room, and it's a good question. Uh, but I gotta I gotta talk about one ten seconds to talk about one Go of ahead. my pet peeves that Cashly does, but another app that I won't mention does not. So for my personal style of caching, I want to search for just five fives in my state and plan my day based on that, or when I get to a new area. And it kills me that another app you cannot do that. You have to search a range. You can't just pick one. And the people that have gone and done this know exactly what I'm talking about. You, uh, you can only search like 4.5 to 5. You can't just search 5.5. Five. Yep. That's all I care about. That's all I care about in the area. Please let me do that. And Cashly does it. And I didn't even realize that another app didn't do that until I was comparing just for notes for the show. And it drove me nuts. Yep. That may not affect only like – I bet it affects more people than the cup holder thing. However, thank right. you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. What I makes, don't. I don't want to get on a soapbox because I'll be on there for hours talking about it. But, um, <laughs> well, I never noticed it ah. until you mentioned it. That's really good. No, that's true. Because oh my gosh, I, 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 I've. If you go look on on this other app, you uh, everybody probably has a copy of this app, by the way. But you see the scroll bars on there, and but. Like you mentioned, Jesse, when you you mentioned to me, I was like, you know what, you can't. It only lets really? you go. It only lets you go part of the way, uh, four and a half, or you could do like if you're gonna just just do one, you know, one ones or something. You can't. Yeah. You have you, the the least you can do is one and one and a half. You can't do just one. Oh so. my god, it's true. Yeah. yeah, you can't search for a one terrain. Which, to me, the reason the only reason I brought that up, but besides, it just drives me nuts. Is if a cacher is out caching, like you, Nick, you you cache and you build this app, and you're, you would notice something like that. How could yep. you not notice that you can't search for one terrain, which is listed as the handicap terrain, or five, which is what I love the best, but you can't search for that without doing like more than what you actually want. That's just one of those little things where you're like, does anybody use the app? <laughs> and it's, right. Anyway, let me move on before I say bad words, but... I just thank you for that things like that that are obvious that you also cash and you do things like that you know you know what you're doing with it just things like that are crazy I, I don't understand those things yeah but, but the question is what what's in the future hmm uh things I don't want to talk about because they would spot, right they would be really cool <laughs> and I don't want to talk about them but uh one thing that people have requested <laughs> that they really want that I'm going to work on, I think, for 3.1 is multiple log templates. So, you know, now you can save just, like, one template um, with your text and stuff. And I want to work on it where you can add as many custom ones as you want. And also, it will autofill based on the kind of log you are adding. So if it's a found log, it'll autofill your found uh, template that you created. It'll autofill your DNF template that you created if you want to do that. Um, but really, I just want to add as much flexibility in there as possible because now it's just one for everything and it's kind of i understand it's kind of a pain so it's kind of a complex feature so i will be working on that for a larger version like 3.1 so nice. that's one i can think of off the top of my head right now that would be a cool feature and I, I guess it's hard to mention a feature that would be really cool because people will want it tomorrow instantly every yes. cash listening is going to want that tomorrow <laughs> give me, give me, give me, give me. Yeah. stop everything else you're doing 
stop your life and build this feature in. So I can see yeah. how that would be kind of hard to mention that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, okay, here's another small one that somebody suggested uh, was like on bulk upload. They really liked the bulk upload, but they didn't want to upload all of them. So they wanted a little selection where you go like tap, tap, tap and upload the first six and maybe leave the rest. I thought that was mm -hmm. a great idea. So that's something I'm going to add in the future as well. So. Well, that, that the templates are great too. And I know that's not a brand new feature, but yeah. In the very few times that I actually log something out in the field, I'm different than everybody else. I, I log when I'm going to get home. But uh, if I'm going to ever log it, it's only when because the template's in there. And I get to set up yeah. a few things extra before I put it in there. Yep. Very cool. Yes. Um, so I'm going to mention the coin winner. And... Um, Nick, do you got? Do you, I have the. Well, I got it right here. I buy. Let me show the. I can show the coin right here because I have. What? A, I have a copy of the coin right here. Oh, look at that! Oh man, look at you guys! <laughs> I nice. tell you, sweet, huh? Check that out. It's a sweet. It's an awesome coin. Um, up the trackable some, but look how the big old thick coin. It's huh? pretty thick. It is. It's a good, good solid coin. This thing's heavy. Yeah, when but, I got the package in the mail with all of the G coins, it was quite heavy. It was like forty pounds. Right, <laughs> but it's it's an awesome coin. We gave one away this week. We had a lot of retweets. We did it on Twitter. Uh, we kind of try to trick it up sometimes and do it different ways. Sometimes we give it away on the show. Sometimes we do it differently. So we did on uh, Twitter this time. We had a lot of retweets, which I really appreciate. And that's kind of was the kind of the point was to try to, you know, <clears throat> get the word out about uh, about tonight and. Um, just um, was was really appreciate everybody who did do a retweet. We had retweets from all over the world, uh, and uh, it. I do the random dot org. I learned that little trick from uh, Joshua Johnson. We were at uh, um, uh, fourteener back uh, a couple years ago, and a couple years, last year. A couple last years. Year. A couple years ago. We were, couple, all, we were all there. We were all there. All four of us were there, by the way, yeah, which was really right. cool. Got to, that's where it's I first got. Yeah, I first got to meet Nick there and, and everything. Yeah, it was two geocache Woodstocks ago, but it was last year, about this time. And um, the winner is Gas Station Tuna. How about that for a Twitter handle? So uh, Los Angeles, California. So represent California on that one. But uh, I will get the information to you, Nick, on that for Gas Station, awesome. tun Gas Station Tuna. And... Um, so uh, appreciate you giving away stuff and shirts and, you know, people can get that kind of good, good information. And, and uh, you know, the, the you know, we've said before, we're, we're, we'll say it again tonight. We'll, we'll all we'll all say it that we were just so thankful that you you've designed Cashly. We love it. Um, I use it exclusively. I don't use a GP. I don't. I don't use this anymore. I'll probably give this away someday because I don't <laughs> use the Garmin anymore. There's just. I'm just. It's just honestly. I just. I'm not. I. I, I find everything I need in. Uh, in my my phone app. So uh, not saying anything was wrong with this. Don't. You know, Limax. Don't give me a hard time because I'm not using my Garmin anymore, buddy. <laughs> that's another uh, show. That's a whole other show. But uh, I mean. Boy. But for <laughs> me. For me personally, uh, I'm using Cashly. So, um, Cindy, you want you had something to mention, and um, uh, Jesse will let you also comment on on everything here in a second. So, Cindy, go ahead. Right, real quick. Um, I just want to mention tomorrow is the U.S. Geocaching Hour second birthday. 
So if, you're, if you're on Twitter, uh, be sure to stop by. We're giving away, I think, 10 or more prizes. Um, so tweet us tomorrow at, what is it, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can figure out your own time zone. I don't feel like going through all that again. Um, <laughs> but it's going to be like a reverse panel. So you guys all get to ask us questions, the hosts. So nice. I'll be ready for all of your crazy questions. Awesome. Uh, Jesse? Yes. Yeah, I just want to say thanks for being on the show. It seems like most of the people in the chat room, everybody that has iOS uses Cashly. Obviously, you know, we talked about that before on different platforms and stuff like that. But um, if anybody doesn't, it seems like they use their GPS. You know, that's that's their style of caching. But Cashly seems to be widespread. You know, I, I've only heard good things out in the caching community about it. And all of us use it pretty heavy. You know, we're not getting paid to say really nice things about it or any of that other stuff. We all use it really heavy and it's, it's a really good product. And just thanks for coming on and, and keeping adding more stuff to it. And, you know, I think all of our listeners are, are very happy about the product, too. Yeah, thank you. Happy to keep on working on it. Yep. We're very appreciative. Thank you, Nick, for being on tonight. And um, coming up on the show uh, next week, we're going to talk about uh, intercaches and mob caches with Chilihead. Uh, Chilihead's up your way, right, Sydney? He, yep, he he's from Rochester. So very, not too far. Very cool. That's going to be fascinating uh, to talk about uh, intercaches and mob caches. And then uh, in two weeks on July 30th, we are doing our uh, uh, patron uh, night. Uh, but before, uh, or we're doing that before this show, and the show we're going to do that night is with Chris of the Northwest. He is going to give us the rundown on caches that you do not want to miss when you're up in uh, the Northwest, uh, up by him, up in Washington. So up, 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 kind of uh, in you know the world of of headquarters up there. So uh, that'll be that'll be interesting. And then in three weeks, uh, Doc Firewoman's going to be back on the show. Um, and we're going to be talking about geocaching slumps and muggles and lots of cool stuff with, with, uh, doc firewoman. So that'll be a lot of fun, uh, to talk to her about that. So anyway, uh, looking forward to those shows. So, um, we hope you enjoyed this show tonight. Please email us your comments at geocache talk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, uh, at geocache talk for the show. Uh, mine is at Gary Slinkard. Uh, Jesse is at Memphis underscore Mafia. Sydney is at Shermanator GC. And uh, Nick, what is the Twitter handle for Cashly? Uh, at Cashly App. At Cashly App, all one word. Yep. And um, for support, it's support at Cashly.com. Is that right? Uh, support at cash.ly. Our email address goes off of that, that okay. domain. All right, yeah. cool. So send that in. And uh, if you have any questions, uh, uh, things to send to to Nick, and he will read them and and uh, respond accordingly to that. So, Absolutely. Uh, and our Facebook is facebook.com slash geocache talk. Show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podcastpedia. And I'm going to try to ex- expand that out even further, as well as the geocache talk website. Don't forget to click on that subscribe button below so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go get Cashly 3.02 at the moment, but it's 3.0 and go geocaching. Good night, everybody.
Good night. Good night. See you guys.